welcome to the Prism of Torah podcast archive with your host, Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman. This podcast features a Devatara called Parshas Shoftim, Self-Judgment and Believing in Ways. Shalom to everyone. As we know, we're nearing the days of the Yomim Noraim, and we're in Elul, which is a time to do Cheshbon Nefesh and go closer to HaKadosh Bohu. And therefore, I think it's appropriate that we discuss two ideas that I think come from this week's Parsha. The Parsha, Shoiftim, starts out the following. It's very important to know the text, so I'm going to say it also in English. HaKadosh Bohu gives us the simple reading of the text is the following. That HaKadosh Bohu gave us a commandment, a mitzvah, that we should ensure and appoint judges and officers in all the cities, as it says, Shoftim v'shotrim, titen lecha b'chol sharecha. It says Sha'arim, because Sha'arim are gates, and it used to be that the judges and the court cases, so to speak, they were all at the opening gates. They were located in the opening, at the opening gates to every city. Over there, you have to ensure you have a whole judicial system set up with judges and officers, and they will judge the nation, Mishpat Tzedek, a righteous judgment. That's the first uh, pasuk. The second, then it says, and ensure it will be a real truthful judgment. Do not pervert the judgment, meaning look at it as it is and don't try to convince yourself it's one way or another. And you're not allowed to notice that it's someone special that's standing in front of you. And also you're not allowed to take any bribes because the bribe will blind your eyes and you won't make the correct decision. Now, it's important to note that the Torah, as we already said several times, has, is based on infinite wisdom. And therefore, there's also four different ways of learning the Torah, which is the acronym of Pardes. Pardes, the pay, is for Pshat, the simplified version. Remez is the hinted version of the Torah, that's hinting to something also in parallel. And then there's Drash, which is a deeper ideas that come out from the Psukim. And there's Soid. Soid is a, a Kabbalistic way of learning things from the Torah. So the Ben Ishchai wants to say that from these Psukim that we just read, aside from the simple idea over here that comes out, the simple reading of the text, is that we should appoint judges and officers and have a whole judicial system involved and set up. But he also wants to say that there's a hint to how a person should be honest with himself and judge himself. This is what he said in Od Yosef Chai in the Drushes. He says the following. When it says, Shoftim v'shotrim teten lecha, it's hinting to the judges and officers, it's hinting to the brain and the heart, the moach and the lev, that they really should be in charge of all the limbs of our body and all our senses and they have the potential to ensure and to do perform a judgment on whatever not so good inclinations we have. Everyone is born with certain with an evil inclination and he has natural tendencies to do not so good things. So they have to be ensuring that he does not go ahead and do that. That is the, the responsibility of every person's moach, his brain and his heart. And it says that we should appoint them we said in the gates, 
So the simplified version was the entry to the cities. Says the Ben Ishchai, beautiful idea. You know what Shalecha is hinting to? Because we're now talking about the judgment a person should impose on himself. Shalecha is talking about all the gates, the openings we have in our body, which is basically it resembles the eyes. That's like a gate, an opening to our body. The, the ears, the mouth, the nose, etc. Why? Because those are the places that the evil inclination has an easier job, so to speak, and is able to easier, in an easier fashion, convince us to do things that are not appropriate, whether it is to look at something not appropriate, or to eat, or to smell, etc. And therefore, there, we have to be appointed the Shoftim and Shotrim, the officers and judges, which is our hearts and our brain. And to ensure we do a Mishpat Tzedek, a righteous judgment, he explains that that can only be done if you're honest with yourself. Don't, as we said, pervert the judgment. Meaning, do not always find a way to judge yourself favorably, which can easily be done if a person is not ensuring that the heart and the brain do the correct job. And don't let anything, any outside sources bribe you in any way, shape, or form. And that is the idea that, that the hint the Torah is hinting to us in parallel to the other to the simplified version of just setting up a whole judicial system. It's also hinting to us that you should always judge yourself in a straight fashion and ensure, especially in the areas that were vulnerable to sin. He goes on to say that that was the difference between Shaul HaMelech and David HaMelech. Shaul HaMelech, when he sinned, we won't get into the details, but he tried to give a, an answer and a reasoning why he sinned, which wasn't such a strong answer, but he still tried to wiggle out of it and get an excuse, give an excuse. And at the end of the day, the kingship was taken away from him. However, David HaMelech, even though he had a very good excuse with the sin of Bathsheba, he preferred to often be really objective about himself, and he said, Yeah, Khatati, I've sinned. And on that, the Navi, Natana Navi says, in the name of Hashem, Gam Hashem evir Hashem indeed forgave you and He wiped away your sin. You see, from here, how important it is to judge yourself in an objective fashion and ensure that your brain and your heart will always be on guard to make sure you're going in the right path. To this, I want to add another idea. It's a very va- famous article or idea that is brought down by Rav Elchanan Wasserman in Koivetz Ma'amarim. Over there, he has all kinds of uh, articles about the idea of Emunah and Bitachon in Hashem. And I want to share with you one little piece he wrote over there where there's, he starts off with three questions. How can it be that a kid already turning 13 is responsible to ensure he realizes Hashem rules the world? And if not, he'll be punished on it. How can it be? A brain of a 13-year-old already needs to, to be able to come to that conclusion. Thing two, he says, how can it be that Aristotle, who, the Rambam himself, yeah, so the Rambam said on, about Aristotle that he reached such a high level of wisdom, of Chokhmah, that was just one level under the level of prophecy, of Nevi'ut. And if that is the case, how does it make sense that he didn't come to the realization that HaKadosh Baruch Hu and that there's a creator to the world? That was his next question. And another question he asks is the Gemara in Brachos says, it says in Kriyat Shema we say, Velo which means a person shouldn't um, rear and go based on his heart. 
And the Gemara explains that means that a person can't be an apikolis. He shouldn't be an apikolis, which means he should believe that Hashem created the world and go based on what Hashem says to do. That's what, what we need to do. So he asks, why does it have anything to do with the heart? If anything, it has to do with the brain. Think about it. You realize that Hashem runs the world. It's not to do with the heart. So why does it says it say, don't go based on your heart? You shouldn't go the wrong way based on your heart. It should be based on your brain the wrong way. So he answers to all these questions that he says, you don't need a high IQ level in order to come to the conclusion that Hashem created the world and there's a creator to the world. That is a very simple and obvious thing. Just like a digital camera, you look at it, it obviously has a creator. But what is the problem? that there's all these things that affect our hearts and that is the problem because that makes our whole view of life in a way that it, it messes it up it skews it up everything becomes foggy because suddenly there are things that are affecting our hearts and if with this idea we can answer all the questions that's what Abulkhan Vazman says of course Aristotle could come to that conclusion but the problem is that his heart was leading him other ways that affected him believing in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that Hashem created the world. A little kid, yeah, even a 13-year-old kid should have enough brain power to come to the conclusion that there's a creator. Just like a piece of paper that has writing on it, everyone knows there's a creator for that. So obviously a whole human person and the whole everything around us, we can see that it's obvious that there is a creator. And that is why it says, Because our hearts will lead us away if we're not ensuring that we don't allow it to do that the heart the evil inclination will affect our heart and will lead us to uh, in, a, in a fashion that will take us away from the obvious idea that there's a creator to the world now this is the parallel to our idea over here also what the Ben Ishai says why? because we have to be on guard to ensure with our brain and our hearts that are always going in the straight way we have to always re-examine ourselves and have self-judgment. That's the whole idea. So this I saw a very nice idea brought down by Rav Biderman that he says the following. I'll give Akadama to what he says. The Chafetz Chaim says, as we go further in time, the generations become a bit weaker. Yeridat Adorot, it's called. And as a result of that, ex explained the Chafetz Chaim, that is why that HaKadosh Baruch Hu did it, that in our generations there will be more technological inventions. For example, that you could take a movie of someone or a picture. Why? Because we know the Chazal teach us that in Olamaba, when the ultimate judgment for the world to come will be done, and it will be like a movie of everything how we lived our life. So it's hard to understand that if you're not on a high level. How can that be? Until you see that Hashem did it in our day and age, that you could see how every little motion of someone can be recorded. So now it's easier already to understand. Of course, that Hakadosh Baruch Hu can do that. Continuing on that wavelength, says Rav Biderman the following: ways. Also, a person, even though, when he has ways in his pocket and it works, and thanks to you all, I have ways because I have a kosher tablet now to send you an email, and I can also and I also have ways on it. That's pretty much the only things I have on it. So thanks to ways, a person suddenly feels secure. Why? Because he totally trusts that machine 
or the way it was programmed to work, so he knows he'll get to the place. That's how we have to trust the Kaddish Bukhu also. The natural way is to believe Hashem runs the world, and no matter what happens, it happens for a reason, and we have to blindly trust that. We should feel un- like we have ways in our pocket. And even though our hearts will sometimes want to lead us astray to the side and say, what, this is how you drive from Bnei to your Shalayim? Mapitom, you drive, you, you make a right, not a left. I can't believe he's telling him to make a left. So your heart at times might want to tell you, I'm not listening to this ways machine. This makes no sense. It's for sure going to be a dead end shoot or something messed up. Or, but no, you blindly trust the ways machine. So Kavachoymel, that we should trust the Kaddish Buhu, that whatever happens in our life, we know it comes from Hashem. And we shouldn't let our hearts with the evil inclination trick us. And with that, I want to end with a story that they met. The true story of a person that drove to an important business meeting in to Illinois. I don't know where it was from, from New York or whatever. And he was supposed to. He was driving on the way home. He was supposed to get home within two hours. Suddenly, a crazy storm hit him, and he couldn't get home within that time. So he stopped at a gas station. And says, "Is there anywhere?" It was in the middle of nowhere. And he said, "Is there anywhere I can get to, to a hotel?" He says, "No. The closest hotel is 25 miles away." The only thing I can think to tell you is to go to this old age home behind the gas station and ask if they have a room for you. So he went there, and the person working there said, Sorry, we're not a hotel, but given the situation, uh, I think I can help you out, because exactly an hour ago a person died, and his room now is vacant, so you can be there. So the person was a bit scared. What well, What sickness did he have? He goes, No, he just died of old age, 95 years old. Sure. So thank you very much. He went up to the room in the morning as he wakes up. He looks around him. He couldn't believe it. There's all kinds of books. Sifrei Kodesh. And then he looked in some of them. It said the name David Schwartz. He says, what? There was a Jew? This is a Jew? Straight away he goes downstairs. He speaks to the manager. He says, is it true that my room was, the person living there that died was a Jew? And his name was David Schwartz? He said, yes, indeed it was. So after, so he realized that HaKadosh Buhu put him there because he had to t- ensure he'll be buried in the appropriate place for Jews. So he asked, where, where do you bury them? He goes, oh, it was part of the deal. They pay us money, and after they pass away, there's over here a place that we bury them. He goes, is there a special place for Jews? So he said, no, there isn't a special place for Jews. And then he said, please, can I take care of the burial? He goes, well, since there's no family, I don't see why not. You can be in charge of it. So he quickly realized that that is a shliach mitzvah. It's a very big mitzvah to take care of the person that needs to be buried. He put him in his car and he drove to back to his home, wherever it was, I'm not sure, in New York. And he spoke to the Hevel Kaddish. A long story short, it wasn't easy with protection and all. He was able to get him to be buried. But in the middle of the process, when the Hevel Kaddish went in to take care of the body, they were in shock. One of them was in shock. He was pale. He came out. He took a drink of water and a gasp of air. And they said, what, what? He goes, you're not going to believe it. But, not, I knew that name was familiar, but I didn't know when. David Schwartz. But then, when I saw the face of the body, I knew. I knew. Ten years ago, I bumped into this person. And he asked me, what if a person doesn't have any pers- anyone to take care of him to get him buried? And where do you get him buried? How do you ensure it's in the Jewish plot and everything? So the Hevel Kadisha person told him, indeed, it's not such an easy situation because it's very expensive, but there is money that people donate and we put on the side for cases like this. And the person said to him, this David Schwartz, 10 years ago, 
I want to put money aside every month for these type of people. Can you please tell me how to do it? And indeed, he gave every month money for this cause. And right now, they're burying him with that money. You see how HaKadosh Buhu's plan, it's like the ways, Lehavdil. The ways is telling us to go left. But we, in our hearts, think, no, shouldn't we go right? But no, we... And we do listen to the ways. So too, we have to believe everything that happens to us. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is the ways. There is no mistake in anything that happens, even though we, you know, though we don't understand the time. Yiratzon that in, during this time of Elul, when Hakadosh Baruch Hu is close to us more than others, it's time to think and rethink and live and be tachon trust in Hakadosh Baruch Hu that everything that happens, although it seems like it's crazy, we should always realize it's coming from Hashem. It's going to upgrade our lives. And Yiratzon that will grow close to Takadish Buhu and be able to judge ourselves not favorably but honestly. Good job. This is the Prism of Torah podcast. Drabasaf Aaron Prisman. Please share with your friends and family. Prismoftorah.com is where you can find the full archive of Divri Torah. You can contact us through the website. Once again, Prismoftorah.com this podcast was produced for free by Ellie Podcast Production. Lunishmas, Leibas, Yona, Yaakov Alexander, Ben Mordechai Doyf, Isaac Isaac, Ben Moshe.